Hey, is he back? Is he back? Is he back? I think he's back. I think I ain't done this in a couple weeks. I think we're about to have some fun. I think the Clippers been getting that stuff out there. I think it's looking kind of bad for Kawhi and Peter. I think it's not Russell Westbrook's fault. I just want to say that. So let's go ahead. Let's get right into it. It's the two for one show. It's your boy TPJ. We are live. We are back on the HNB Hoops and Brews Media Network. As always, it's your boy TPJ. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Hoops and Brews. That's hoops, the letter N, the word brews. If you want to, you can follow me on Instagram at Real TPJ. That's R E E L TPJ. It's a film joke. If you don't get it, you damn dummy. But we got some hot takes to get off. We ain't, I haven't been on a basketball podcast in two weeks. We got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about John Morant. We got to talk about Russ joining the Clippers. We got to talk about the new look Lakers. We got to talk about LeBron getting hurt. We got to talk about AD getting hurt. We got to talk about D'Lo getting hurt. And we got to talk about the real conversation and who is the real MVP. Because people are still saying Nikola Jokic, when Giannis Antetokounmpo has carried, carried, carried the Milwaukee Bucks this entire series. Shout out to my guy Nas, man. I know my guy Nas is from overseas. Nas, what country are you in? If you watch it right now, drop what country you represent or what city you're from. I will give you a shout out. But let's go ahead. Let's just get right into it. So, when I heard that the Clippers were going to get Russell Westbrook, my first thought was, no, don't do it. I don't, I don't think it'll work. And everybody said, no, it'll work. Even Glasses Malone called me, argued me up and down. It's going to work, TP. You tripping? Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, if the, if the Clippers get Russell Westbrook, he needs to have the understanding that he's going to come off the bench and he's going to play like 15, 20 minutes a night. And that's what he'll do for them to make them successful. People, nah, Russ got to be, you know, man, Russ got to be, he got to be playing. He got to be starting. He got to have a ball in his hands. Like Kawhi and PG need a playmaker. That's not why you need Russell Westbrook, brother. That's not why you need Russell Westbrook. You need Russell Westbrook to come in and get, and help you to keep your bench offense going when the starters are off the floor. I don't I don't believe and I didn't believe that Terrence Mann was a starting point guard for a championship team. But if his backup point guard is Russell Westbrook, then it's possible. Um, because then you have someone to get the ball out of their hands. Like even a guy like Bones Highland, like if you watch the TNT broadcast tonight um, of the Clippers game, um, Stan Van Gundy made a comment. He was um, Bones Highland got the ball and he shot a three from like the top of the key. He made it. But Stan Van Gundy's first, um, um, you know, like reaction was like, he was like, man, Bones Highland really has no objection to getting the ball up and out of his hands. Like he, they have no objection to getting the ball up and out of his hands. So that's not a point guard that's going to come in and create for you 
in the manner in which you need them to create. And the problem that I have with the Clippers is, is there's too much experimentation going on. Like, I, I, I'm going to ask you guys that are watching, what kind of basketball team is the Los Angeles Clippers? What kind of basketball team are the Los Angeles Clippers? Are they a pick and roll team? Are they a pace and space team? Are they an eight seconds or less team? Are they a defensive team? Are they a grit and grind team? Are they a low post team? Are they a shoot you out the gym team? What kind of team are the Los Angeles Clippers? I'm just being honest. I cover the games. I go there. I see them. I talk to Coach Ty Lue, so this is no disrespect to him. But what kind of team are the Los Angeles Clippers? What is their identity? At the end of the day, when it's over, like, what do you say, like, about them? Like, with the Warriors, you know what you said about them. The Warriors, they were going to shoot you and play great offense where they pass the ball, and they're going to have one of the greatest defenses to ever play basketball. I ask you guys, what is it that the Los Angeles Clippers are doing? What offense are they running? What is their identity? When the game is on the line, who is getting the ball in their hands? We've seen Nicholas Batum take a game-ending shot, and I did not post that meme. I just want to make that known. I did not post that meme. I believe that was Joel that posted that meme. but. This is a real question. What kind of team are they? Now, I believe I have a guest in the in the lobby, but I can't I can't see his face or his mic, so I, I don't know if his thing is loading. But if he, if his thing gets together, I'll pull him into the stream. But what kind of team are they? Even my cat don't know. She like, well, I don't know. What kind of team are they? Like, really, what kind of team are they? Now, I will say this. Over their skid that they had, and I believe I tweeted this yesterday, that the Los Angeles Clippers could, like, go on a six-game losing streak. Like, their their schedule doesn't really get easier. Like, not at all. Like, their schedule actually kind of is, like, they have the opposite of what the Lakers have. Cat, uh, please stop. They have the opposite of what the Lakers have. Like, the Lakers have a very hard schedule. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Lakers have a very easy schedule. The Clippers schedule to end the year. Let's pull up ESPN. The Clippers schedule to end the year consists of they play Sacramento, third seed in the West. Next, Memphis, second seed in the West. Next, Toronto. Since Jakob Pertle been getting it, they've been playing out of their mind. Next, New York. They've been playing out of their mind. Golden State. They just got twenty piece by them tonight. Orlando. They probably taken so you get a win. But if you're looking at that, that's what? That's four losses right now. They realistically could get up to one, two, three, four, five. They can get up to nine losses in a row. And then the internet is going to be trying to blame Russell Westbrook for it when it's not Russell Westbrook's fault. This team has not had an identity. And I'm just going to be honest. And this is not a criticism of Ty Lue. This is a criticism of, of, of just like, I don't know, like analytics basketball putting together something that doesn't work. Because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are the exact same player. Kawhi Leonard is just an elevated version of Paul George. 
Like the reason why Devin Booker and KD is going to work, even though Chris Paul is old, is because Devin Booker and Kevin Durant aren't the same player. They're different players. They're extremely different players. Like they they both operate in the mid range, but they their games are extremely different. That's why they'll work. Kawhi and PG literally play the same basketball game. PG got a better handle. Kawhi is more efficient and and more reserved and 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 more measured. But let's just be hundred percent honest about this. Like if you're looking at this schedule, there they could realistically lose nine in a row. Be sitting outside of the playoff bubble. And at that point, Ty Lue is not the coach of this team next year. So I don't know what is going on. And I understand that Ivisa Zubak, a.k.a. Zupak, one of my favorite players and my first player interview ever. Shout out to my guy, Zupak. But you know what I mean? Hold on, let's see if this guy. Yo, Vino Ray, are you there? Are you there? All right, if y'all going to call in, y'all got to make sure y'all mic is right. If y'all going to call in, make sure your mic is right. Um, but anyways, moving on, like the Clippers are in trouble. They're in very, very big trouble. This game was embarrassing. I'm on ESPN.com, by the way. But let's go ahead. Let's look at the box score of this game. Um, and, and we could just talk about the actual game. But Paul George was not good in this game at all. Kawhi Leonard was solid. Russ was Russ was bad, but this loss to me was not Russell Westbrook's fault. This loss to me was where is your effort? Where is your heart? Even Kawhi, Kawhi got the worst plus minus on the whole team. They came out in the in the second half and were completely flat. That should not happen. That shouldn't happen, especially against a wounded Golden State team with no Andrew Wiggins, with no Andre Iguodala, Finals MVP. And no Steph Curry, top 10 all time. Come on. You got to get it together, G. And by the way, Twitter be killing this man, Lamb, G. Leave Anthony Lamb alone, bro. Leave Anthony Lamb alone, bro. Leave Anthony Lamb alone, G. If you're watching this right now, comment where you're from right now. I'll give you a shout out. But leave Anthony Lamb alone. But... To answer the question that's on the screen right now, did the Clippers make mistake trading for Russell? Actually, they didn't. They didn't trade for Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry, my bad. You got to forgive me. That was a total mistype. Did make mistake in the signing? My bad. Did they make a mistake in signing Russell Westbrook? I'm still gonna say no. I'm gonna say that they did not make a mistake. But I'm gonna say this. If this season ends badly, and I said this on numerous episodes a long time ago on Hoops and Brews on H&B Media, I say if this season ends badly, they're going to mellow Russ. They're going to mellow Russ, G. And, 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 and I see Vino saying, did, did Russ and friends mess up the chemistry? All right. I think we got, we got two people on the stream. I don't know if you're there. If you're there, say something. Let me know. Can you hear me? Yeah, facts. I can hear you. Can you hear right. me? Uh, yeah, turn your TV down if you're on here, um, so that way the audience won't, won't hear it. And I'm open. Go ahead. Let's talk. How you feeling about the Clippers? We're going to move on. We're going to talk Lakers next. How do you feel about the Clippers? Man, so I'm thinking, honestly, uh, you know, Russ coming in and everything was a great pickup for them, but I just kind of feel like it kind of flopped a whole – 
momentum and chemistry they had flown before they brought in Clumley, let go of Reggie, brought in Bones and Russ. I felt like what they had going before was not bad and how it was moving for them. And I could see why they wanted to make acquisitions because of the West being better after the trade deadline. But I felt like the Clippers were already in the mix and I felt like they kind of jumped the gun in this trade deadline. They kind of, I don't know, kind of flopped on their whole sense of just what they were. Like, they're not bad. I'm not saying that or anything, but I just kind of feel like they're more beatable now. And it's not because of Russ, but it's because of Russ. You get what I'm saying? But but I I need you to explain that though that because because to me that just sound like a line that everybody using when I'm gonna be honest with you I'm a Clippers media member I cover them I've right. been in that locker room numerous times this year I've talked to all of these guys post game at least once this year and I talked to PG earlier this year during media day before the season and I asked him specifically said what do you guys believe that you can do with the amount of wings that you had on your team and their response to me was. We believe at one point we'll be able to just play all wings and like be able to like you know kind of freak out the league. I think that's the problem that they've been experiencing this year. Is they, as I said before, they do not have an identity. And before Russell Westbrook got there, they didn't have an identity. Now that he's there, they still don't have an identity. And you throw Russell Westbrook into the starting lineup. To me, and I said this to Glasses Malone, literally, I said, Glasses, why would you start Russ when Terrence Mann? has been playing and you've been nine and one in the past 10 games. Like before, before Russ moved to the start lineup, the Clippers were nine and one, I believe in that last 10 games with Terrence Mann starting. If you take him out the starting lineup, I, I said it before, he's not a point guard that will win you a championship, right? Not a point guard that'll win you a championship as the one, right? But he is a guy. If you have someone behind him, that's strong, that will allow you to be in a predicament where you can get to the point where you could, potentially win a, um, um, a championship but you don't just sign Russ off the bat he practiced during all-star break and then Russ starting over Terrence man after he just put in 10 games of work getting y'all nine and one response go ahead I'm listening no right I definitely feel you on that and um, what I can say more about what I meant by I feel like it's Russ but I don't at the same time like you said he came in during the all-star break and immediately started I was shocked when they said they were going to start him in a starting lineup like first day I just couldn't believe it because one how well he adapted to the bench already this season and showed that yes I'm capable and I just want to win two like you said because Terrence Mann had already just got relieved of Reggie Jackson playing over him the whole time and I felt like you putting him in the starting lineup is more of like a how can I say? He's a great point of attack defender for one through two and maybe a three, depending on what team you play. But he definitely is a person who, who slides on the wing, gives you a lot of energy on defense and everything. But um, I definitely can see where you have made that point from and everything. I just kind of feel like uh, they still have a chance. But I believe now, thinking about it, they probably just got to push Russ to that bench, like you said, and let man uh, push the show. Because in the day you're getting a two-headed dragon. With and, and and guess what? To me, you can't even do that anymore. Man. And you want to know why you can't do that anymore? Man. Because as I just said, what is their identity? Man. So if you push Russ back to the bench, you immediately take whatever positive vibes you had. He not finna be doing all of this shit on the fucking sidelines from the bench. Man. 
You're not lying. That's crazy. So you didn't started your marriage off telling your wife you finna buy a house, and then and then after that you like, yo, actually, I just I changed my mind. I want to do a trailer park. Man, said you was about to get her the Benz and ended up getting the Acura. It's crazy. Man. Gee, I mean, I'm just saying, it, it, inflation is up. Man, I live in LA too, man. So I'm you feel me? I'm a Laker fan, so it's it's kind of crazy to say that the Clippers really. I don't. It's I don't know if they. Saw the film, you know, I, it's nothing wrong. Russ, Russ is a Hall of Famer for sure, but like he just didn't fit well with us. So I was surprised that they really picked up on him and they gave him the starting role from day one. Crazy to say. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not surprised because, as I said, they don't have an identity. So they're they've been a team, and we've been arguing about this as Clippers media for literally years. Like the Clippers don't have a point guard, like. Mm. Like since Chris Paul left, the Clippers don't have a point guard. Um, and that's unfortunate for them because you basically have PG and Kawhi playing the role of a point guard, and they're not point guards. So now you bring Russ in after you've pretty much done. Hold on one second. Sorry, I'm like cat sitting, and this cat is this cat is everywhere, G. Uh um uh, but my point is basically that like you 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 interject and add a point guard into the mix, but you add one of the most domineering presences in NBA history, and right. you just expect that to just like go smoothly. It's not gonna happen. You you honestly even them getting rid of Reggie, like PG and Reggie have said it since the day Reggie got to the team that um that PG and Reggie are best friends. Like they're literally best friends in the world. Like, like they're like they're two best friends. So you trade away PG best friend for Russ. Like, yeah, it's cool. It's vibes. Yeah, we gonna, but like you gotta win. And right. at this point, it's looking like Ty Lu. I, I I I love Ty Lu and I love Doc. I like I genuinely love Doc. Doc was always very, very nice to me and Pavy. He always answered my questions. He would he would give me sound bites. Like literally, I I, I like my voice is on is on a um uh, um, outside the lines of a report with like Bob Levy or some shit because of Doc Rivers talking about low management. Uh, so shout out to Doc. I was sad when he got fired, but when Doc got fired, the writing was on the wall. Because at that point in time, when Doc got fired, what were the Clippers? Man, I don't know. They're they were the underdogs that could play ragtag defense, but at a certain point, eh, no. So. I feel like T, you know, you know, you know, T Lua, I fuck with T Lou, but they treading in some very dangerous waters and they got this new stadium about to open up in 2024. Don't let them, don't, don't let them miss the playoffs. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Or lose in the first round. Paul George or Kawhi Leonard will not be there next year. One of them will be gone. Um, have, yeah, go uh, ahead. If you had to pick, like, out of which one would you think would really leave? From Kawhi, what do you mean? Uh, about Kawhi and PG, like if you had to pick one to leave, like who would you bank on leaving and staying? Out of the two, out of the two, I'm going to trade Paul George. Got you. Makes sense. Send him New Send him. Um. Uh. I New York probably wouldn't want him. Honestly, it depends. I right. might send a man to New York. Shit, give me like RJ and and somebody else. Man. Some picks. I'm dead ass serious. Send that man to uh, 
Yeah, send them to the Knicks or something. Like, and I don't even mean that disrespectfully because I like I enjoy covering them and I fuck with Paul George and I fuck with Kawhi Leonard. But if we're looking at this basketball team, this basketball team does not fit together. Right. No, it, sure. it, it it doesn't fit together. So I don't know what Ty Lue got to do, but it they got a lot. They got a lot. They got a lot to figure out. So let's go ahead. Let's move on. You say you're from L.A. Let's talk about it. LeBron James is out uh, for three weeks. Uh, he sustained a right uh, foot tendon injury. Um, he fell to the ground during the middle of the Dallas Mavericks game. Uh, and he, you could, you could read him, you know, his lips saying he mouths, uh, you know, he mouthed out, um, something popped or he, or he heard something pop, um, uh, as a Laker fan, um, you finally get your team. You guys are finally doing better. Um, what are your thoughts? Sorry. I got type of mad. Go ahead. Be honest with you. Um, I feel like the NBA just won't say like LeBron is out for the rest of the season because it's LeBron. But I got a strong feeling that even if we do make the playoff push like I want us to do and get everything done, I feel like he's probably going to take around like five to six weeks. I feel like, honestly, they said three today, but I just feel like they just kind of play it how it is because it's LeBron, his name is so huge and what he is towards the league and, media and everything so i kind of feel like they kind of playing around with that but hey man and ad we trust man like you realistically if he has any time to show that he's any shot of anything lakers move forward it's now man do, I mean, do you really trust in ad who hey to be real man i i really don't but I, I i'm trying to find myself as a fan because i watch every game man just to see like can ad give us about a good 12 to 16, 12 to 14 games of just I'm Anthony Davis, win or draw. I just need to see him come out there and give the energy like, man, it's whether it be 25 and 20, 35 and 15, like I just need the energy, the effort. It's just going to make the city know that like at least we went out trying to do something rather than him. When he I, mean, out yesterday, I mean, I mean, y'all haven't not tried to do nothing. I mean, y'all definitely put y'all best foot forward. I mean, I mean, the the even the even the new guys, I think, are um are very admirable that you all have. Like, I don't like I don't like I think the team that you all have now is is much, much better than it was before the trade deadline. A million times better. I feel like we just shot ourselves in the foot in October, man. Like that two and ten is so like unrealistic. Like I feel like we're still treading water from that. Like even if we went at that time around, even if we were just five and seven, we would be have a whole different re record outlook at this time. I feel like, but just us starting two and ten, I feel like we kind of just shot ourselves. And then with these injuries, it's just getting crazier, man. Like even with D'Lo being out for the tomorrow, it's just gonna be a big game because he used to play for Minnesota, of course, you know, but. Yeah, I feel like they finna come out dogging. Like, I'm pretty sure. Did you see the Clippers and Wolves game yesterday? Uh, no, the, I did not. The actually, day before, yeah, I was busy. Yeah, yeah, they were. The Wolves is no joke. Like, they're not crazy in the West or anything, but they they got a lot of dog in them. And I feel like them coming to play us in LA tomorrow, they gonna make sure that we feel like we're all fighting to get our spots in the playoffs. Trust me, it's not just y'all right now, but we know what y'all stakes are, so we gonna come and try to blow y'all out anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, y'all, I think y'all definitely getting cooked. I, honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. Y'all schedule was 
with a healthy team, I think y'all schedule was manageable and I had y'all making a play in. With with no LeBron, I I think I think y'all got three straight losses coming. Y'all probably beat the Raptors. You know, y'all gonna get smoked by the Knicks low key. Low key, because they're gonna the defense finna go crazy. Man, is Mitch back? Mitch y'all, back. uh, nah, he not back. But honestly, they still just been playing. I actually, I don't even know if he's back. But but they just been playing like really really good defense. Like even when they've been winning and scoring like over one twenty five, a lot of the times their opponents is in the one tens, one seventeens. I respect that about the Knicks. Like Tibbs got them playing defense. Pelicans, yeah. y'all can probably beat the Pelicans. Definitely beat the Rockets. The Mavericks, it'll be interesting, especially with the last loss that they had, um, you know, to the Lakers when when the Lakers were down by 25. Maybe Man. that's a W for the Lakers. Okay, cool. Magic, W. Suns. Uh, we, uh, you, you tell me, Lakers fan. And I'm going to be real. Like, like I said, every game, like the TBJ, there's no, like, I have not been standing on solid ground this whole I feel like the past two, three years with this team, bro, I don't know what we're getting until the ball tips off and, like, like, literally the buzzer sounds, bro. It's crazy to say. That's why I feel like, you know, like, we just, without Braun here and just having a consistent presence, it kind of worries me a little bit because it'd be like, man, like, a player's going to step up and understand, like, we got, you're going to have to average a certain amount and be a certain substantial player for this run we're trying to make to make the play in. Not even the playoffs, the play in. Yeah. It's realistic to make both, but it's just kind of even the playing is a little bit too much. Like you know, like the pressure at LA right now just to get in is ridiculous, man. Like so crazy. But hey, like I said, hey, I'm just standing with grace and faith, man. I don't know where we going, but hey, I'm watching every game. We win, we win. We don't, we don't, man. But it's crazy to say, you know. But yeah, that I- that Mavericks game though that you saw, I definitely uh. I thought like they don't forget nothing too well, especially Luca. He's just that cold, honestly. But yeah, you know. Um, yeah, we'll see where they at because they to me are like uh, are defensively a headache to me. Like not yeah. not in a good way. Like crazy. Like I don't know what Jason Kidd gonna do, kind of way. I don't know why Javale doesn't play anymore, honestly. And I know he's not the the answer to the all defense, but him not getting no run is a little interesting to me, especially with Powell still in the rotation as heavy as he is. Trying to figure out, but you know, yeah, but I think I but I think the reason why JaVale don't play as much is just because of the fact that like you can't really switch everything. And and like at this point, he he a little bit older, too much of a you know, a wild card. Oh shit, what's good? My guy Jay Black, what's good? Jay Black, what's (laughs) good, my G? How you living? Am I on the show? Oh man, yeah, you on the show. Hell yeah, you on the show. (laughs) You already in here now, brother. How you doing? Man, I was just checking in, tapping in to see what you got cracking. Oh, oh, well, we talking about the Lakers right now. We got a Lakers fan on here right now. He said that he just want to watch it and just see because, you know, he interested. And then we started we started talking about uh, why JaVale McGee don't play for the Mavericks. But, um, yeah, I just think yeah. that JaVale McGee overall, like, you know, as um, – shout out to my guy, um, you know, Niles, as he said – JaVale is just washed, and he ain't no good at coverage, bro. Like, it's hard to leave him on the floor, especially when you got Luka and Kyrie and them out there dribbling yeah. all day long. Dribble, dribble, dribble. You know what you I know mean? know what he is? He, he a specialist. He, he's, that, he's that veteran player that you're going to need during the playoffs that's going to get that one crucial rebound that's going to, you know, make him work his pay. That's honestly what he is. Yep. 100%. And you can't give him, you can't give him no, no, no solid minute. You got to keep that for the young boys. 
But, you know, he's somebody that you can hold on the roster so that when the time comes and he's good in the locker room. So it's a win-win in that regard. Yep, I agree. So, Jay Black, as you see the question below, LeBron James is out three weeks with a sustained right foot tendon injury. Will the L.A. Lakers make the NBA play-in? Meaning, will they be a top 10 seed? Man, I hope they will. I hope they will. I can't. Currently, I can't, I can't, let's see. Yeah, I can't put they what they like the 12, 13 now. Yeah, hold on. I think they're 11. I think. Hold on, let me hold on. Let me share it again. I my, Portland was 11. my thing keep freezing. The Lakers are currently 11 right now at 30 and 33. Oh, they are uh, 11. Who's, and then who's 10? Hold on one second. Here we go. Here we go. You see it? Oh, so they had a Portland. Okay, okay. Yeah. So here's the Lakers oh. right now. They up there ahead of Portland because Portland lost that game last night. Right. To, uh, actually, right. did they lose to the Pelicans? Or did they? Yeah, win? they lost to the Pelicans. Yeah, 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 yeah. They watched. Uh, oh, yeah, I was at a bar watching that. Um, which was crazy because Portland was playing really, really good in that game, and then yeah. in the fourth quarter, they just kind of yeah. got washed. Uh, yeah. So I mean, realistically, the Lakers are only one loss back from the Pelicans, but right. LeBron is out. AD is AD. Oh, Jay Black, you a Laker fan, right? Yeah, man. I wish they would have traded AD. For who? <laughs> who are you trading AD for? I don't know. Who? Man. They could have. They could have figured out some pieces. They could have made it. It, it would have had to been a major move, but I don't know. I feel like his he don't his upside is already behind him. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I mean, but he played well for y'all earlier this season before yeah, he got that, hurt that was the again. <laughs> He always gonna get hurt. He always gonna get hurt. It's always gonna be an issue. And unfortunately, it's like, you know, I, I can understand Brian being hurt and doing, you know, injuries and things like that at this point. But for AD to be sitting as much, he's a huge liability. Mm, so you think Anthony Davis is a liability at this point in his career? Even with these numbers you see right now? Oh, absolutely, because like those numbers are great numbers. Absolutely, because those, yeah. But we the tenth seed, eleven uh, seed in the West, with the guy who is supposed to be top twenty or top fifty all time, right? I mean, top seventy five. I'm talking all about time. Brian. I'm talking about AD. Top seventy five, whatever. If he's supposed to be top some all the time, those numbers got to justify with a record in the West. Okay, I'm not upset at that. I mean, like to me personally, I think that. Um, AD is a guy that I never really had that much trust in him because, like, I was just never a big AD fan. And I've seen, like, a bunch of Bulls fans arguing on the internet with other fans or other people being like, oh, I fuck with AD in college. Like, I never really thought that he was going to be anything, like, overly spectacular. And that's no disrespect to AD. So, right. like, for him to accomplish what he's accomplished, I think it's incredible. Like, but yeah. to me, he should be Tim Duncan, and he's not. Yeah, you, you know what? I'm, I'm a, I might be switching gears or 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 gonna kind of go in a different direction, but I don't even necessarily put the the Lakers' woes on him. Um, who I put it on, I also give him grace is Darwin Ham. Like first time, you know, first year coach. Like his rotations have been ass since day one to me. Like he still haven't figured it out. Like and I don't understand why, but. Man, that's, and to me, that's the biggest thing. 
Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm listening. When you no. don't have healthy players and then you have horrible rotations, that makes it even worse on yourself. So a lot of the games that you potentially could be in, you take yourself all the way out because you don't you don't create the right type of synergy with the, the players that's on the floor to, to make, you know, to put yourself in a winning position. He just he hasn't proven that he can do that yet to me. All right, Vino, go ahead. What you got to say about that? Man, we call that man damn him. You feel me? That's damn him. You know, where we at, man? I can't. It's crazy to say. Like, it, it's sad to say I miss Frank Vogel, bro. Like, it's sad to say. <laughs> I real. thought I never would say that until, you know. I really? just feel like Frank Vogel would literally, like, he'll have the rotations enough to where, like, we'll be playing commented basketball. But, like, Darvin Ham, I've been seeing him with his hands in his pockets all year coaching, bro. Like, he's yeah. too cool for me, you know? Like, I understand. I get his first year getting to feel everything. But it's been a lot of games where it's been like, man, we could have won this game with just a yep. simple rotation. Like, I remember the yep. first Mavericks game, we pulled out, like, a five-guard lineup with Christian Wood at the five. Yeah, I don't understand his obsession with the guards. I really yeah. don't. Like, the five-guard lineup on Christmas, though, was just like, right. okay. I'm sitting here with my grandmother. She just over here shaking her head, man. It's not never going to say. She's seeing five guards. Granny Dukes. You feel me getting fried? Like, Christian Woods. Like, Christian Woods not even a post player. That's the funny part. He's just over the hill. It's crazy, bro. Lonnie Walker tried his best to run with Christian Wood at the five. Like, yeah. Yeah, I knew he was cooked since then, man. I'm like, yeah, it's. I know if we fire him, we're still gonna be paying him, and then I'm trying to pay another coach. Both yeah, no, nah, y'all ain't got money like that. No, nah. I mean y'all. I mean y'all got money like that, but that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to be paying yeah. three coaches at one time. It's just yeah. like not on their salary, so they just like I know they're gonna ride it out with him for a second, but like it, that definitely has to change. Like I don't know if he kind of just has to. They really just need to go. Play. Yeah, but it's crazy for sure. What'd you say, Jay Black? They they need to find a veteran coach that can come in and join the staff like immediately, like somebody Phil that's Jackson come and kind of really speak to him. No, not Phil. Go get Phil. Go get Phil Jackson because you know, Phil could just coach during the home games. No, nah, he's gonna be too much of a, of a cancer because he's gonna make it too much about himself, and he's gonna he, he he he's not humble enough to come in and say like, "Look, you the head coach." I'm just offering you what I think, you know, what I'm seeing from this, you know, angle. Like, I wouldn't be mad if they went and got like a Larry Brown type, not Larry Brown, but a Larry Brown type coach who really mm-hmm. has some basketball knowledge and experience Fuck and is no. heavy in Mexican O's. Fuck no. If they go and hire Larry Brown, gee, I'm done with them. Fuck out of here. Get his old right, ass out Larry of here. Brown. I'm saying, hey, Larry Brown type. Who they don't exist. It gotta be somebody like that. Go though, get who got ooh, they gotta go get Greg Popovich. Oh not happening. No. No, they can go get um damn. I feel like low key they should have just uh, they should have went after Mark Jackson, but um, no. What was wrong no. with Quinn they not go they not going after Mark Jackson because Mark Jackson want to go preach on Sundays and not do the games. And that's no disrespect to Mark Jackson. I love Mark Jackson. Shout out to Mark Jackson, legend. But like his thing is that like on off days, like he likes to preach at his church because he has a church. Yeah. Um, and I believe that that's like, you know, things that I've heard from a lot of reporters as to why like he's not getting the positions he's getting because like people believe he's too invested in his faith. But to me, I think that's the cheap excuse is like, 
it kind of is what it is. Yeah. If I'm off, like it is what it is. Um, um yeah, you, you, uh, Vino, Vino, um, you asked about Quinn Snyder. Go ahead, yeah. Vino, get that question off. I'm trying to see, like, uh, what, like, where was Quinn Snyder at? Was he already fired at the time of us trying to sign? Like, was he available at that time? He's still available, brother. I thought he had signed with the well, Hawks. Oh, he, he picked up now. He just got with the Hawks. Hmm? Yeah, Quinn Snyder signed with the Hawks. When? Today? I think it was, like, Today two days. Ago. I yeah. didn't know it was official. Yeah, yeah they made the offer. Oh, I didn't know it was official. Let me see. No, I, I heard I heard they made an offer, but I didn't know it was official. But, but, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah he I accepted like, the offer. No, I don't yeah. think it's a... Yeah, it would have came in and been solid or something. Like, at least he has... Oh, it. yeah. Oh, yeah, they do got him. Yeah, 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 my bad. Damn, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's great. I thought they just extended yeah, the like offer. A, I didn't it's know that. It's a five-year deal, too. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, five yeah. years. Okay. I mean, we'll see how he does. That's interesting. No, not him. But I was, to I was me, about to I say think George Carl, but not George Carl. But to me, I think they didn't get him because then LeBron not going to be LeBron. Quinn Snyder is a very uh, uh, hard nosed coach. Yeah. Like, like like Trey Young, I believe, said that he called Donovan Mitchell or something like that. Or I heard, feel like I heard that, and Donovan said good things about him. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Actually, did the Hawks win their first game with Mans as they coach? Let me see. I think they did. I think they beat Brooklyn by like a point or something. I think mid, mid. You out there beating? You out there? You out, you out there beating? Michael Bridges. With it. Hell no! They <laughs> hell no! They lost. Hell no! They last game they lost to the Wizards by three points. Oh yeah. <laughs> they beat the Nets the, uh, the day before that. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, that man, that man, Quinn Snyder, first game he went out there and got smoked up. He went out there and got smoked up by the Wizards. Low key. Can we just talk about the Wizards real quick? The Wizards are my team that's going to win one game in the playoff against somebody for no reason. Man. <laughs> I'm dead Brandon, ass. Yeah. Like, like, like they going to fuck around and like play the Bucks or the Celtics. And Kyle Kuzma going to go off for like 37 and fucking Bradley Beal going to have like 35. But we're going to be like, how the fuck did that happen? It's gonna be a road nah, game. Bill gonna, Bill gonna have forty-two. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised, but we are gonna be like, how the fuck did that happen? He gonna go into Milwaukee and drop like forty and win by like five, and they are gonna think like, yep. man, can they do it? And it's gonna be a gentleman sweep like right after. It's crazy. Yep. <laughs> Although I will say this, the Washington Wizards are currently um, two and a half games back of the Miami Heat for the seventh seed. And we know that the Brooklyn Nets, they lost four in a row. Their goal is to tank. They want to get bad as fast as they can. So my question is, shit, if I'm the Wizards and I'm Kyle Kuzma, I know I know Bradley Beal has been hurt a lot this season. That's why he ain't been playing a lot. But if I'm them, I'm like, I'm like, shit, we maybe could sneak up to that to that six seed. What? No, I'm, not de I'm dead ass. Not over here. KP finally healthy. Kuzma there, Bill finally healthy. No. I don't really believe in the heat like that. I, I really do. don't. Like even horse. like 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 this, but they're dark horse to do what? Get to the second round? No, man, sorry. you got to remember they just picked up K Love, so they just figuring it I out. I don't give no fuck about no Kevin Love. No disrespect to Kevin Love, G. Okay, what the fuck Kevin Love doing at this age? 
In the playoffs, what do you mean when the game slows Kev- down? Kevin Love looked like he worked at Office Depot now. Get the okay. get the full salt and pepper shaker. G, it's over. I didn't hey. see that man on the sideline with way too many hot packs on his back for me to believe <laughs> that Kevin fucking Love is gonna make a difference in the playoffs or any of that shit. Hell no. I, oh my bad. That was my bad. Go ahead. I feel like the difference is when it's playoff time, you gotta have players on the floor that know how to make the right play. Like that's it's the significance of Robert Ori his whole career. Like he's not more athletic than nobody. He not. No, we gotta. No, we gotta dribble. stop that. We gotta stop that. Big shot, Bob was booming on niggas. I will pull up a compilation right now. We will watch this shit. It, with the Rockets. Absolutely. Not with the he Lakers. Was booming and not with on the niggas. Not with the Lakers nor with the Spurs. Low key, Robert Ori caught some bodies on the Lakers. You, I gotta see the tape. All right, come on. Let's see. Let's I gotta see, see the we, tape. I don't. I know. I know with the Rockets for sure. Let me pull up this mix here. No, no. Yeah, absolutely, but not with Hold the Lakers. When, when he became big shot Bob, no, all right, all right, he let's hit see, them let's right. See. He hit them right shots let's at the see. right time, made the right plays. Let's see. Let's see. Is that him? Uh, yeah, that's like him. Shoot. Uh, he shoot like a motherfucker. <laughs> shoot. Yeah, shoot like shoot. a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shoot like a motherfucker. Yep, shoot. Oh, okay, Absolutely. there we go. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he took a, he took a charge. Why is this shit on his mixtape, bro? Why is this shit on his mixtape? <laughs> That is hilarious, dog. Yeah, G. Ain't none of these ducks, bro. Not one. <laughs> All right, there we go. Oh, there, there we go. go. Stop playing with my man. I told hey, you. Okay. He, he still get up, G. <laughs> <laughs> he can still get up, bro. <laughs> oh, man. That was funny. <laughs> Hey, whoever did that is wrong, man. They said, yeah, boy, yeah. yeah why they put that shit in there? That <laughs> shit, I like, <laughs> man, the game so much now. Like, that clip looked like it was so, like, looked like they yeah. weren't even hosting or nothing. Like, man, I feel right. like I was booming that nigga. Like, excuse who my else y'all, Who else y'all think got a good highlight compilation from back then or now? Yeah, back then, but a random player. Ooh. Random. Man, trying to think, man. Uh, you know what? Go ahead. He he, not random. He not so random, but his his highlight reel is like sleeper. People don't realize Eddie Jones. All right, Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones caught bodies. Eddie Jones was flying. He was high flying. It's just that Kobe came and just was like, "All right, I'm gonna need your light." Eddie (laughs) Jones talking to everybody who ever lives. Boom. Yep. Ooh. 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 God damn, Eddie. I ain't know he had springs like that. I remember him ducking on uh, you know sure. people in Miami, but I ain't know he had springs like that when he was younger. Getting to it. That's also why when they talk about these dudes from the 90s, GC, a lot of these dudes had springs, bro. Like like yeah. Eddie Jones would be averaging Eddie Jones would be averaging 28 if he played right now. For sure. And you know what's crazy? Like, for real Laker fans, they what? was a little bit low-key upset that he, that called. Oh, yeah. 
we took Eddie Jones. Oh, yeah. Cause it was like, it was like, what's wrong with Eddie Jones? Like, like he was on his way to becoming like the perennial all-star. Oh, hey, you so know, I got it. So go ahead. Go ahead. A random player. I got one for Ooh. you. Stromile Swift. Uh, he definitely was catching bodies. Oh, yeah. He Stromile Swift. Oh, no. He catching bodies. Let me find one real quick. Uh, His highlight got to be blazing for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Stromile Swift. Let's go. Shout out to uh Forgotten NBA on YouTube. Go go subscribe yeah. to Forgotten NBA if you didn't. Got some some solid highlight compilation in there. All right, let's get to it. Oh, that was a dunk contest dunk. All right, ooh, no, in game. the body. Ooh. Ooh. Give me that. Going crazy. Uh-oh. Ugh. Off the jab. Give me that. Yep. Food. Wow. Bro, Food. Famous thing with bouncers on. Look crazy. Yeah, they talking about. Come on, man. He'd be, uh, he'd be like Mitchell Robinson if he played today. Look at that! Look yeah, at him on Yale. All over Yale. Straight up, too. What position do he play? He played power for it. Yeah, he was small for small for power for, but he's really more power for. Uh oh, give me that. Oh no, that was a three. Oh, this is oh, yeah. oh this is career highlight still. Ugh, yeah. that. He definitely used to be dunking on motherfuckers. He was from yes, where the bullies get bullied. Yuck. Look at that. <laughs> he had up. So this... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, just said, I just said so disrespectful, man. You know what? I um I, somebody posed this question on, on Twitter the other day. They was like, what's the most disrespectful dunk ever in NBA? Mm-hmm. And I think they, their vote was, oh, who was it? it? Wasn't Vince? It was, oh, Shaq on um, uh, Dudley from uh, the Knicks. Yeah, that one was cold. Yeah, no, nah, it is. It definitely was. Had to be for sure. But to me, that's it's that's because like of number the push. Two or number three. It's because of the push. Yeah, yeah but. Number one, and I I seen that one too, but number one got to be Pip on Ewing. I ain't mad at that. I mean, that's I feel you. It was a push. I'm not a giant Scotty Pippen fan. I'm gonna be honest with you. So it's like it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to be like, yeah, that Pip dunk was crazy. Like it was, it was crazy. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. Well, I'm that uh that DeAndre Jordan over Brandon Knight. You feel me on? <laughs> I saw that mm. line. That was kind of crazy. Yeah. Lied out. That was but, crazy. But DJ is 6'11, Brandon Knight 6'1. No, facts. That's true. It, I think it was just like the, the collision on the bang out. Like, I don't know why you tried to come help right now. Especially since he's already in the air. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Correct. Yeah, it was very foolish of him. Yeah, that's all. That's crazy. Man. All right. So um, let's go ahead. I got two more topics to get to but this next topic actually i want to get your opinion on it but first i got to get my solo takeoff now i know that we have john morant he has been out in the news and people has been saying that he's been riding around like he tupac and he's doing this and he's doing that now only thing i'll say about john morant is the 
thing that I think that Ja and the biggest mistake he's making is, is that he's forgetting that it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what they say. It matters if the meme is funnier and it matters what the public perception of you is. Now, a fan earlier put a question and he was probably trolling, saying that the NBA announced that they were going to suspend Ja. But I'm going to be honest with you. If I was the NBA, I would suspend Ja Morant. I would suspend him for about five games. And I would suspend him for um, conduct detrimental to the league's image. Now, I know he's going to appeal it and the Players Association going to have whatever, whatever. And I've seen multiple different videos and even the article, um, you know, talking about how, you know, you know, reportedly, allegedly, um, you know, um, the person who child it was that he had the altercation with that he allegedly flashed a gun has like a habit of suing people trying to get money out of them we'll see whatever i don't necessarily know if that's the facts but that's alleged but even with that being said john moran i think this season has put probably the arguably the biggest stain on the nba since daryl Morey made those tweets about china and not that daryl Morey was wrong for his tweets it's just like you're not doing what is best for the league and what is and your conduct is detrimental at this point to the league or your perceived conduct is detrimental to the league. So I think that it's a lot for the Memphis Grizzlies to be worried about. I mean, obviously, Ja got his contract, got his shoes. He got all these endorsements. He's in a city like Memphis. That's a tough city. We've seen a lot of famous people have issues out there. We've lost rappers and all of that stuff. And I just think that, like, at a certain point, if you jaw, you got to use your brain and and ask yourself what the bigger goal is. And to me, like, I'm from one of the roughest parts of Chicago. Family, gangbangers, did, did all kind of whatever you could think of. All my whole family. But my whole life, I was like, yo, I'm going to get out of this shit and change my life. I didn't get out of Chicago and move out of the hood in Chicago and come to L.A. to be like, yo, I'm going to be a gangbanger or be a street nigga in L.A. It's like, yo, let me let me work hard and try to become great at my craft and then build my brand. And if you jaw, my thing is like, why work this hard and to build up your craft and your brand to lose your craft and your brand over something that's stupid? And to me, my message, if I'm the NBA, by suspending Ja for that period is like, we not fucking around with none of y'all. None of y'all. None of y'all. Because it's not necessary conduct. And don't get me wrong, somebody disrespect my mother in the mall, I'm going to pull up on them. Yeah, I am. But not with eight people, allegedly. I'm not going to allegedly, you know, make that person feel intimidated. So, you know, I hope that the reports that I see about Ja aren't true. But I also think that the NBA, they would not be, I would not think that they were wrong if they suspended Ja Morant for the, uh, for the allegations that are against him. Like Kyrie Irving tweeted a link to a documentary, albeit he shouldn't have tweeted that shit. It was stupid as fuck, especially if you don't know everything that the documentary is saying and it's got messaging in it that you don't agree with and that, or that people think is hateful. But Kyrie was suspended and there were no allegations of intimidation or physical threats. So if I'm the NBA, I think you have to look at your league. You're heading toward the playoffs you're going to potentially have one of the greatest playoffs of all time. You need to send a message to the players and let them know, like, 
yeah, the CBA going to be what the CBA is going to be, but like this league is still a league of prestige and we're not going to bring in that culture of negativity and violence into the league. Same reason why, honestly, I feel like they should have banned Shannon Sharp when he uh, was aggressive and made those aggressive moves toward the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. He should have been banned for life. You will never see me on the sidelines fucking arguing, trying to fight NBA players. So, you know, I I, I pray for John Morant. So to end that, I'm a, if, the, if the other guys want to join in and chat or talk about it, I would love to hear your opinion on this John Morant allegations and kind of what he's being alleged of uh, based upon these reports, you know? Uh, man, I just feel like, you know, I got, I got something to say. Oh, go ahead. Are you, go, go no, ahead. go ahead. I just feel like uh, us being like, you know, black in general, like it, we hold a standard out here that I feel like, especially if something as big as the league is going to follow. So I feel like Ja having more of a more say and image and a persona that he's carrying with himself and his play on the court, I feel like a suspension would be kind of like, see, I told you I'm not playing with you type shit, but I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like they, they're trying to put his personal life out on display for a reason, but I feel like he could be tying it up a lot easier. Like, you know, especially for him becoming a superstar and a minority in the league and people looking up to him like – He's going to be the next face of uh, plenty to come generation. So I feel like they just need to tighten that up somehow, some way. Like I said, if it's whether if it's for a game or five, I think a suspension will really kind of lay down that, like, yeah, we're not playing that shit with you at all, bro. Like, you're too good to be even thinking about doing anything else but coming to play basketball every night. So I'm going to show you by the suspension that, hey, like, I have the power over you still, but I, in uh, in all reality – you can be, do, or have anything and anything you desire, and I want you to express that to people who look up to you and, and see the same. Can I combat one thing that, that you said? Yeah, go ahead. To me, the suspension is not about the league saying, I have power over you. Right. To me, the suspension is about the league saying, we still have a brand where if you still want to make $250 million over five years, you need to not be out having allegations of intimidation or alleged violence. You okay. have to be smarter. It's not about us. If you want to keep making the money you're making, and we're business partners, so we're tied into this, so we both have a vested interest, you're not going to be able to make that money if you're out allegedly threatening people and potentially could be facing jail time. Not, not in this particular instance, but if you're exuding or exhibiting bad patterns of behavior, those things are only going to grow with more money and more fame. Like he's in Memphis right now. But yeah, yeah, what if he get traded and go to another city and think that he can operate the same way that he's been operating his entire life because he's got money and he's been able to get away with things or alleged things? No, to me, but... if I'm the league, it's not about us. It's about you. You tripping. You're tripping. It's not about us because you're embarrassing the rest of your NBA basketball players where when it comes down to the narrative, when everybody want to talk about how they feel y'all social justice is a facade, you're hurting the rest of the league by doing that. Because if if, 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 if we can come together and protest for violence against black people, our players, we don't envision them being people that are having alleged acts with an S as in multiple 
acts of intimidation or potential violence against other black people. Like, we got this whole NBA care shit. Every time I turn on the fucking NBA, they, they tell me how they in the hood help building a basketball court or some of that shit. We can't have allegations of John Morant punching a 17-year-old boy in the face. That's ridiculous. So it's not about it's not about us. It's like, Ja, do you realize the implications this could have for everyone else in the league? Right. Yeah. Jay Black, go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, no, I agree 100% with what both of y'all are saying. My challenge is that, like, how come Jai don't? How come he don't have like a, a solid group around him? Like, he like you look at every household. Yeah, you look at every incident. Like, and I'll go reverse. Right, this last one with his mom at the mall. Where's T Moran at? He should. He the one supposed to be going to the mall. You not Jai ain't supposed to go up there with no like. Jai, go sit your ass down. Like nobody needs you. You not. You not that dude anyway. Like you not. Like you're not yeah. no boss. Like you yeah, yeah, it's like you shouldn't be at the mall allegedly. You should not be at the mall talking to the mall security up guy. On no employee at that. Like if a, if an employee is disrespectful to your mom and you really feel strong about it, then that's when you tell such and such, "Hey, go get moms." You don't go to the mall yourself. Like that's that's highly immature, highly yeah. immature. And I can like a part of me like okay, like you can see like his immaturity like even with him saying stuff like. You know, we can accept it when he say like, "Oh, I'm good in the West," or when he's like, "You know, can't, you know, I, MJ can't guard me," or you know, like him saying stuff like that. Yeah. But just a lot of these, and a part of it is like you want to kind of, because we black, you want to be like, yeah, they might be kind of looking for it and trying to put him on blast. But he's just walking into every trap that if there are traps being set, he walking into everyone, like every opportunity that it is for him to do something dumb, he doing it. So even with the young boy, like. And I heard and that's, from, and, and, and I mean and that in the young boy situation, uh, you know, where he allegedly punched a 17-year-old or pushed the ball <laughs> in the face, and then you know, they had a scuffle, and then Job Morant yeah. allegedly uh 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 you know flashed a gun or had a gun in his waistband. You know, that according to that situation, I've seen conflicting reports where like the mom right. has is allegedly kind of a money grabber, or that's right. the instance. Now, if that's the allegation and that comes out to be true. Then I absolve John Moran of that situation. But this situation with the mall security, why would the mall security allegedly make up that you allegedly came up to the mall to allegedly threaten them after they allegedly disrespected yeah. your mom? But you here, what I here's mean? the thing: like that's a way but, random thing to just make up an allegation for. That's crazy. That's but here's here's the that's thing: like Craig go, go. and Day Day. That's like that's like Craig and Day Day. Like in in Friday, like accusing Kobe Bryant of coming up to the mall and and like fucking with their grandma. Like in like Look, in like in in the the Friday holiday movie. Go ahead. Here, but let let me pull you back. Even go back to the one with the young boy. What I heard from dude, it was a couple of dudes that was at the run that said the young boy was actually instigating Ja, and like and was like egging him on and like ran up on Ja. So it wasn't that Ja was like being an aggressor in that situation. Man. The young boy was, but to me, even in, even still with all of that, like there has to be a certain level of maturity. And protection around you to where it's like, nah, like, yeah, even the security in the venue. You should have, yeah, if I'm John yeah, Moran, I'm showing not, up to yeah. a gym. Why is there no security there? Yeah, nah, you're not doing that. You worth a couple hundred run, million dollars. Yes, and you got homies. And I feel like, you know, similar to what you were saying about the NBA, like, the NBA has to protect their brand. The, all them people that's eating off a of job that's around him, they need to protect the brand of, the, you know, Team Morant. And they need to make sure that they keep them out of these situations. 
and he's like, T. Morant. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, bro, like, this is when you really show that fatherly, like, all right, not just to sit on the sidelines getting, you know, getting loaded at games. Like, no, you need to get them down and sit them down. Like, all right, son, like, it's too hot in the streets right now. Like, your name is too fiery. Like, let's, let's keep the main thing the main thing. And let's make sure that you, you know, you show them improve on the court and not in, in, at a mall with employees and security guards and with little boys and, you know, like, stop. Allegedly. 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 Even. Allegedly. But even Allegedly. with an allegation, you, Allegedly. Put yourself, you still putting yourself in this space. You still putting yourself to where they These athletes know. be suing people. Allegedly. Allegedly yeah. this stuff happened. We do not know if it's a fact. I showed y'all the Bleacher Report tweet. It said allegations. Allegedly, yeah. he did this, but regardless yeah. of the allegation, there had just has to be a, a a a certain level of growth and accountability. And sometimes yes. it's okay to be like, "Yo, I'm wrong, and I, I I'm sorry, I was wrong," and not publicly, but even just to personally to yourself and to the people that's around you, like, "Yo, I'm sorry, I was wrong. I'm gonna work to be better, and actually yeah. work towards making that change." So let's hope John Moran does that. All right, uh, you guys gonna stick around for the last topic, or you out of here? No. Man, what you got? All right, last topic of the night. Will the Phoenix Suns make the Western Conference Finals in the NBA? If you're watching, drop a comment right now. Will the Phoenix Suns make the Western Conference in the NBA? Will they make the Western Conference Finals? Sorry, not the Western Conference, the Western Conference Finals. Not if they see us in a seven-game series. Who is us? Lake So. Who? Lake So. Who is Lake So? A lake show. <laughs> I'll, I'll stay clear. Lake you said show. you said lake show. Lake show, <laughs> as in like an airplane display at the lake, <laughs> or a movie at the lake. Man, hey man, you mean a movie at the lake? So like a show, like a, like a, like a drive-through movie theater at the lake, like a, so a lake show. So if the Suns go to a lake show and drown in the lake, <laughs> that's how they not gonna make the Western Conference Finals. Drown, literally. <laughs> On a stop of anything. But nah, uh realistically, I, I think you kinda gotta say, of course, when it comes to them, because uh like before KD went down, he was having an MVP season, like for sure. Like he was, I think like 55%, 56% from mid-range, like he's just not missing it. He's not even shooting as many threes. He's just getting what he want right now. And that's why I just feel like that's kind of crazy they got him as a pickup, as, like, their first option because now the Suns is uh, – they offense was already dynamic, but now it's to the point where, like, you're not missing on no cylinders when it comes one through five, honestly. And he, even uh, the Josh Okogie pick pickup, I didn't even know they had picked him up, honestly. And that's just a, a good position because he's going to play the dirty side of the ball. So, man, I, that team – Probably to the finals, realistically, man, I ain't going to lie, but... No. You feel me? No. <sighs> By the way, I just want to I want to admit, not to not to shit on Kevin Durant's moment, but this is sad, G. Only 100,000 <laughs> people watch KD return, G. Only nah. 100,000 fans watch this man, <laughs> they KD. Charlotte. They played Charlotte. Oh, you know, oh, you know it, was, it was Phoenix viewers only, so... Yeah. Shout out to KD, though, but I'm going to let Jay Black go, and then I'm going to unleash... And Actually, I got to find another word. Then I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to do what I do when it comes to this because, to me, I was thoroughly unimpressed with the Phoenix Suns during Kevin Durant's first game. Go ahead. Cool. So my answer to the question is yes, they'll make the Western Conference Finals. And the reason being is not KD. It's not Booker. It's not CP3. 
is Monty Williams. He's the reason why the Suns are going to make the Western Conference Finals. Who? And Monty Williams. No. Coach. No. Like he's he's the difference. He makes all the difference in the world. You can't tell me arguably the the best scorer to ever play in the NBA. The most diverse scorer, I'll say. Who can he can get a bu- bucket against anybody. There's nobody really that can stop him from getting a bucket. Okay. Like across all generations, across all space. Like KD, like he's underappreciated for sure because he'd be making some funny moves. And his his journey is just it, it looks different, but he's always been a walking bucket. He's always been unstoppable and a clutch player. Especially when he's when he can just hoop with no pressure. Like remember they was if if, if he wore a size ten shoe versus the big ass uh, size shoe he wear now, they'd have been in the finals. And that's just reality. I, I hate this whole argument in regards to this man's legs. Like, oh, if his feet would have been, if he would have been, yeah, if, if his he would have been a little bit, if, farther, if, a couple inches, if back. he would have worn six and a half, they would have worn the. He didn't make it. He just didn't make it. He, it's he okay. made it. It just was a two instead of a three. He, he, no, he didn't make it, and it's okay. But to but for fans to sit up here. And hypothesize and politicize. I mean, like if his foot was a half an inch, he they lost. They lost. They did. They absolutely. They had an entire basketball game to win the game. I'm yeah. not gonna blame that that one toe on that. Yeah. Yo, what's good, bro? You back? Yeah, man's phone is acting crazy. Uh, yeah. so to me, what you got? I'm gonna be. To be honest, I was unimpressed. Um, first game, game, back, game one, I was unimpressed. This is why the, the Charlotte Hornets, I don't even know who the fuck is playing <laughs> on that goddamn team right now. And I don't even mean that disrespectfully. G. Like LaMelo is out. G. I know Kelly yeah. Oubre on the team. I know Terry Rozier is on the team, but they was playing some dudes the other day. And this is no disrespect to these young guys. Cause I feel like they're young guys, young draft picks. Actually, I think uh, one of the guys, um, I think it's, I forgot his name. He's like 15. Uh, what's his name? Not McDaniels. Is this McDaniels? Let me see. No, not Jay, not Jalen McDaniels. Hold on. It is, damn, what is his name? I feel like it's Jones. His name is Jones. Yeah, yeah, Kai Jones. I actually like Kai Jones. I like Kai Jones. I like um uh what is it? Jadavis Thor or oh, oh JT Thor actually. JT Thor is the guy. Young guy, um 20 years old, but I really really like his upside. Like I genuinely I watched the game that the, um, um he's playing a little bit versus the Suns. I was like this kid is actually not that bad. Like if he can figure if he can figure out his body and his game. He's 6'9", 200 pounds, thought he was very, very decent, very, very good. So for me, looking at the Suns, I'm going to be honest, unimpressed. And the reason why I'm unimpressed is KD made some great defensive plays. But you could even listen to Dale Curry during the game when he was talking about Chris Paul and talking about how Chris Paul was basically a step slower than he used to be, which means that guards can get past him and you can keep 
them in front of in front of them. I, I even believe when they played um um the you know their last um national uh, national TV game, the announcer commented on how Chris Paul and how it's hard for you not to be able to kind of really like 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 for Chris Paul, it's hard for him to get past people. It's hard for him to do the same thing he used to do. It's hard for him to be as dynamic as he was on offense. And I still feel like when the game slows down, even when you look at that game, I think that game was Devin Booker's message to Kevin Durant. That first game back, when KD's first game back, Devin Booker went crazy in that game, lost his mind. He played a great game. Obviously, KD played, you know, he you know he played 26 minutes. But even still, you know, KD said that he felt like he didn't know that he was going to play that many minutes. But still, to me, that game, to me, was much more about Devin Booker than it was about Kevin Durant. To me, that message was about Devin Booker sending a message to the rest of the team like, yo, I know we got KD, but this is still my team. I'm still running this. I still got this. I can still score at will like I want to. And that is what it is. Like, I, I believe to like in the first quarter, Kevin Durant took like five plus shots. Not, not, you know, not a bad amount of shots. He played very, very well. But to me, if I'm Devin Booker, and as I said this before, why the fuck would I want Kevin Durant on my team? I'm Devin Booker. So I felt like that game, it was very, very important for Devin Booker to come out and establish like, yo, KD on his team, and yeah, he's going to play 26 minutes or 27 minutes. I played 33. But look at the box score. KD still played a great game. But this is my team. This is my shit. Even Chris Paul. Like, if you look at Chris Paul, he's a shell of himself. He's averaging 13, 9, and 4. Nine assists are great. He's shooting 42% from the field right now. It's awful. Absolutely awful. How's your point guard shooting 42% from the field for the season? That's trash. If Russell Westbrook was doing that shit, they'd be trying to fucking string him up. Let's actually see what Russell what Russell Westbrook is shooting. Russell Westbrook right now is shooting 42.4% from the field. But people love to talk about him every day. Chris Paul is shooting 42.3% from the field. Russ is giving you more points and more rebounds, less assists. I'm just saying, if, if if Russ is washed and Russ is trash, so is Chris Paul. And let's just be honest, it's over for CP3. No. And to me, in order for the Phoenix Suns to make the championship, they're going to need to invest in DeAndre Ayton and make sure that DeAndre Ayton doesn't have a game where he has anything less than 15 and 15. And he had 16 and 16 versus the um versus the Hornets. But he only took seven. I'm sorry, he only took 10 shots, May 7. DeAndre Ayton, I believe, was averaging. Let's see. How many no. shots is he averaging? Hold on real quick before I let you finish, Jay Black. Uh DeAndre Ayton this season. How many shot attempts? God damn it. I think he was averaging 15 shot attempts. Uh, let's see, DeAndre Ayton, he is averaging 13.8 field goal attempts. I told Pavi that DeAndre Ayton would be averaging <coughs> around uh, nine of field goal attempts. That's not good. If DeAndre Ayton can stay around 12 or 13 field goal attempts, then this Suns team can make the finals. If they solely rely on Devin Booker, who still wants to prove that it's his team, and Kevin Durant, who want to prove that he ain't old and he still got it, and he can drag somebody like Chris Paul to the championship, they will not make it. I disagree with Jay Black. You can have Monty Williams do whatever he wants to, but at the end of the day, when it boils down to it, 
Will the Phoenix Suns be able to play enough defense to beat the best offensive teams in the Western Conference? I don't know. I don't know if they can beat Denver. They definitely cannot beat a full-strength Golden State Warriors. They would not beat they, I mean, sorry, they would not lose to the Lakers, but they wouldn't <coughs> struggle with the Lakers. The Grizzlies, I think, would give them a very tough time, even though that might be a six series. I'm sorry, a six game series. And the Mavericks, they still got to beat the Mavericks if they play the Mavericks. And now you got Kyrie Irving. So now I need Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant got to go out, and him and Devin Booker every night got to go out and outplay Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. And then Chris Paul and the rest of the crew got to outplay the rest of the Mavericks. And to me, you still got Tim Hardaway Jr. You still got Reggie Bullock. You still got guys of you, the Mavericks, that can actually go out and still play good basketball. I'm just saying. I disagree. I'm listening. Go ahead. I I'm disagree listening. completely. On a and after this, fronts. we can get up out of here. On a go couple ahead. fronts. One, CP3 is not washed. CP3 and, like, just watch the flow of the game. Like, you know there there's – the impact of certain players and what they bring to the game is not just on a stat sheet alone, right? So CP3, his points and his assists are not the same as Russ. Russ can – he can give you whatever points he's going to give you, but is it is it going to be in those, you know, clutch moments? Is it going to be in the, the fourth quarter? Or is it going to be – Chris Paul had two playing? points versus the Hornets, G. That's cool. I feel that. We still in the regular season. He old, man. I, I can't I can't argue that. He is old. Like, bro, but, they gave up a 22 to 32 quarter versus the Hornets. That's fine. What 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 seed are they in the West? Who? The Suns. Oh, oh, the Suns. The Suns are currently the fourth seed right now. Yeah, and, and they can do that. They can have they those. Go, but that means they play the Warriors first round. They're gonna lose to the Warriors in the first round. No, they're not. Steph, Clay, Draymond, Poole, better than KD, Chris Paul, and uh, Devin Booker. And Aiden, no. And Aiden, yes. That, that's that's an equal matchup. <clears throat> and I and I get a <clears throat> I give the nah, edge. Too. Nah, because I still got Draymond. Draymond gonna guard Aiden. Aiden, Aiden ain't gonna do nothing versus Draymond. He's gonna be whining all game long. Tell and Draymond I ain't, the ball. ain't gonna do nothing. He don't so have they, to do nothing. They, he just gotta play defense. They just cancel each other out because you're not expecting uh Aiden ain't going to do nothing for you anyway. He's going to give you 12, anywhere between 12 and 12 and 15, like you said, which is cool. Like, And he's going to get that all on putbacks. And then he's going to out-rebound Draymond. Draymond ain't going to score nothing. Draymond is not going to be a, a, a effective on – as far as offensive, you know, offense is concerned, he's not going to make no real impact. Like, you got to have those guys do what they do. And here's the thing. Oh, yeah. Everybody sleeps on him. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I left out one big name. Andrew cool. Wiggins. Oh, Wiggins, yeah. Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, and Clay yes. Thompson, to me, are better than Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, and Chris Paul, and Josh Okoge. I mean, I mean um, Okoge. Okoge. And they still got Cam Johnson. Craig. Cam Johnson is gone. He's in Brooklyn I mean, right now. uh... Um, TJ Warren, no, no, young boy name, Josh Okogie. No, not Okogie. It's somebody who was there, but it's still like he ain't really worth it because really, I mean, they got me, Terrence Ross now and Damian Lee, but like 
Terrence Ross and Damian Lee don't stack up to Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, no. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins. They're getting destroyed. I will, I will say this. The only reason why I don't even give them – put them in the finals and give them the uh, ring is because Markel Bridges was such a, a huge – like, like to me, he was a signature piece of their defense. And he gave them an identity on defense because they were great on, you know, perimeter – Three and D, like, and Aiden, he really didn't have to be a dominant force. He just had to be active down there. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. KD had a couple blocks versus the Hornets, so I'm not gonna act like they were terrible oh. defensively. But to that's me, that's what I was gonna say. In a game versus KD, first game back, that should have been a 20 point blowout the whole game. And they started off the game where they were up, I believe, nine to zero. And then the Hornets wind up making like a 16 to something run where they brought the game back to basically around 17, 17. Then the game was somewhat close into the second quarter. Suns kind of went up big. Then third quarter, Hornets outscored them, I believe 32 to 30. I'm sorry, 32 to 22. Then the fourth quarter, the Suns put it away. But KD had to play 27 minutes because they couldn't put the fucking Hornets away. And the Hornets don't have nobody playing for them no more. So to me... If we want to talk about first game expectations, this is not a championship team yet. I still got to see it. I got to see Kevin Durant work with them. I got to see Devin Booker work with them. I got to see them play world-class championship defense. They have that's to what, go into the playoffs. Do. They have to at least be playing better defense than the Milwaukee Bucks. They at least have to be playing that's what better Mark defense than the Miami Heat. They have to be playing better defense than the New York Knicks. They have to be playing better defense than the Memphis Come Grizzlies. Come on, bro. They have to be playing better defense than the Denver Come Nuggets. On, They're, I don't know if it's possible. Here's the I thing, I don't though. know if it's possible. You, so if so if so if you so you telling me oh, wait, 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 one second one second. So if you telling me in a vacuum, playing the Hornets, the Hornets with a starting lineup of Gordon Hayward, JT Thor. <laughs> Terry Rozier, <laughs> Kelly Oubre, and Mark Williams, you only put up 105 points in a game? You let them put up 91? You let them put up 32 in a quarter? Yeah. You only had one 30-point quarter where you literally scored 30 points? You have Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, DeAndre Aiden, Devin Booker on the floor, Dennis Smith Jr., Blocking Kevin Durant's shot? Come on, at a certain point. Yeah. I got to see it. That's all I'm saying. So, no, I'm not sold. Because this team got to play the Nuggets. They got to play the Grizzlies. They got to play the Clippers. They got to play the Mavericks. They got to play the Lakers. They got to play a lot of competition. And they got to play a lot of point guards that on any given night can outplay and out-rebound and outscore. Chris Paul. Come any and with Kevin Durant playing. Yeah, what do you mean? Kyrie Irving can't do that. Kyrie Irving can't do that. One. Yes or no? That's one. CJ, CJ McCollum can't do that. No. Liar. That's one. D'Lo can't do one. that. Who? D'Lo. That's one. Liar. You still got one. Dame you still Lillard. Got Kyrie. Dame two. Lillard. Dame Lillard. Okay, two. Steph Curry. 
three. I will. I will end this show. I will literally <laughs> hit the end broadcast button. And you said defense. No, I said Steph you'll be able stopping. to score. Steph ain't never stopped. Steph G. ain't never stopped CP3. You know that. Chris G. Chris, when is Chris Paul stop? G. I can pull up a compilation right now. Steph. Curry no, that's Chris Paul. No, that's that's why I went here. But also, I'm CP3 saying Chris Paul gonna have to guard. No, no, no. Listen, to what I'm saying. Chris Paul gonna have to guard these guys. Oh yeah, but it's vice versa. They got to guard Book. They got to guard KD. Yeah. They don't have to guard him. You do got to play defense on uh, CP3. Man. Because he's still playmaking, man. You you can't just leave him open. You can't. You can't. You know that. He's shooting He's 0.1% better than Russell Westbrook is right now. What are you talking what about? What playoffs last year? Let's look that up. Because that's, that's a different season. The playoffs yeah. is not the same. You know they got smoked in the playoffs last year, right? Campaign. That's what I was thinking of. Chris Paul last year in the playoffs shot 56% from the field goal range. They got smoked by the Mavericks. So you leaving a 56 you leaving somebody who's shooting 56% from the field open? He's shooting 42% from the field this year. Playoffs. Are you leaving somebody who who shot fifty six from the field in the playoffs? You leaving them open? No, but I'm gonna put Steph Curry on. Him. You gotta guard it. I'm gonna put D'Angelo Russell on him. That's cool. I'm gonna put De'Aaron Fox on. That's him. cool. You know he's gonna. I'm gonna put Steph. John Moran on. Him. He gonna go on. The I'm gonna put Jamal Murray on. Him. I'm gonna put Russell Westbrook on. Him. He gonna go on the block. And he I'm gonna put Dan Lillard why, on. Why he been in the way? I'm gonna put CJ McCollum on him. I'm gonna put Mike Conley on him. That's cool. Yeah. And they gonna have Tripping. to guard him. They're gonna have to guard him. And he's your third it's, option or fourth option offensively. He's not that good anymore. Right. But here's the thing: he's not gonna be the one that's gonna kill you offensively. Who is KD Devin Booker? Okay. Who getting in the ball? KD's already proved if you put him in the system and you put him so where they got to guard everything. So, 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 so you're telling me KD and Devin Booker alone going to be able to walk through the West? Not walk. Not walk. But they not get – I can't see too many teams in the West, West stopping them. I don't see Denver stopping them at all. I don't see Denver presenting Who they got to guard Nikola Jokic? I don't see Denver presenting any type Who of problem. Who they got to guard Jamal Murray? I don't see Denver presenting any type of problem to them. Who they got to guard Michael Porter Jr.? I don't see Denver presenting any type of problem to the Suns. Aaron Gordon can guard Kevin Durant. He's not going to stop him, but he can guard, he can guard Kevin Durant. Okay. Then who going to guard D-Book? You can put Porter Jr. on him. He'll be fine. No, no. Not Actually, I put, I'm going to put KCP on him. Perfect. He can he can guard him and he's not gonna stop him, but he gonna he could at least put a he can be, be a, he can keep body on him. And I know I just stuttered, but he can at least keep body on him. KCP not Jamal gonna get embarrassed by Devin Booker. Yeah, CP three is washed now. He's shooting forty two percent from the field. Fifty six percent. That's the number we got to go off of. What he shot last year in the playoffs because the playoffs is a different season. He always been that type of player too, especially the last five to six years of his career. His playoff numbers are way better than his regular season numbers. I don't really agree with that stance, but I feel you. 
Because, I mean, he turned into a different player because he make the right plays always. Yeah, but now he got Kevin Durant and Devin, and Devin Booker out there with the ability to take the ball out of his hands. But he can also position them and put them in the right place to make the shot. So my question is, and we're going to end this after this. All right. So you're telling me the Suns can beat the Golden State Warriors in a seven-game series? Yes. You're telling me the Suns can beat the Denver Nuggets in a seven-game series? Absolutely. They can beat the Memphis Grizzlies in a seven-game series? Uh, that's where – So like with, Memphis, that, with a healthy Steven Adams, because Steven Adams has been hurt for about a yeah, month and a I half. That's why they haven't Memphis. been playing that well. Low-key, Steven Adams has been hurt for about like a month and a half. Yeah, I don't know about Memphis. I don't know about the Clippers. I don't know about Dallas. But they – I. I I, I believe they walked through uh, Denver. Really? Walked through, what, five games? Walked through. And Nikola Jokic is going to have all the stats that he needs, and they still going to lose. All right. Interesting. Um, So they can beat the Clippers in seven games? No, I don't know about the Clippers. I don't know about Memphis, the Clippers, and Dallas. Everybody else, they got them. Even Dame. I love Dame, but no. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, they're going to smoke Dame up easy. <laughs> Dame going to have 68 in a, in a playoff loss. We're right. Talk about loyalty after that. Like we talk about Dominic Toretto and family when we watch the Fast 10 movies. Right. <laughs> it's but, all about All right, family. my guy. I appreciate you calling my in. God. I'm going to do this again. I got one quick question for you because I'm about to finally get up out of here. Last question of the night for the show before I chime in and give my opinion on this debate. Who is your yep. NBA MVP? And quickly tell me why. This year, Dame Lillard. Get off the like, bye. Bye. No. Get off of here. MVP. Get by. Let me tell you G, why. G. They are the the 12th seed. Tell you why. I'm going to post why. this on the internet. You know Most people are going to see play. this, right? You know people gonna see this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clip this. Dame Lily. I'm gonna clip this. Even Dame don't believe that. I'm gonna tag him in this Dame video. Dame, do you believe you the MVP right now? Yes, he Why? is. He's the I need, MVP. I need, this I need, I need three actual reasons why. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. You, know, what does that even mean? Look at his numbers. Look at look at the look at the ebb and flow of his play. Look at like this 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 last little streak that he's been on, like the numbers that he's been putting up, like in spite of whatever their record may be, like it's absolutely MVP conversation type numbers. They the twelfth seed in the West, G. No, that but that never mattered. Let's be honest, that never really mattered. Gee, like what that, we, bro, bro, the Blazers and the West are, and the West is very strong. G, the Blazers are the twenty fourth worst team in the league. What are we talking what? about, G? We didn't. We but it's not a team award. It's an individual award based on performance. How is he the most valuable on a on a ticket? What do we talk? What gee? What what are what are what are his current numbers right now? 
fuck them numbers. G, they ain't 24th team in the league. How are you the most valuable player? I was not expecting this to go this way. I was thought this is going to be smooth ending this. How we get to this point? Damn, average, he's averaging 32, 7 assists, 4.4 rebounds. Shooting 47%, uh, 47.2% from the field goal range, range, which is not bad. I'll be, he's got I'll a, the highest usage got. rate of his career at 34 this year. Sheesh. What happened? I said, I'm interested. I'm, that's all I got. I want to hear who you got. All right, man. You just kind of fucked me up right here. But I'm finna go solo because after I cause after I I'm I'm gonna use this to end my to end up to um to uh, you know this rant to end the pod. So Jay Black, tell the people where they can find you on the, the internet. No, no, go ahead. You can, I, mean, I mean go ahead. You can watch it live if you want to. I'm just gonna solo the camera, but tell the people where they can find you at, man. Thanks for calling in. Man, it's all love, man. I'm just chirping in. They don't got to find me. I appreciate you. You're a real one. I love anything you're doing because you always keep it funky. And you always back your stuff up with real facts. So, love, bro. My guy. I appreciate it, man. All righty. So, let's go ahead, man. It's time to unleash. Now. Hold on. Now, I hear this talk. I hear this talk from Kendrick Perkins. I hear this talk on the internet. I hear this talk on Twitter all day long. We have been arguing the NBA MVP this entire season. Is it the Joker? Is it Giannis? At the first month of the season, it was Jason Tatum. It could be Damian Lillard. It could be LeBron James. It should be Anthony Davis. No, it should be CJ McCollum. Let's stop this. We want to talk about narratives. We want to really talk about narratives. Like, do we really want to sit and have an actual conversation about narratives? Everyone loves to talk about the Joker. Oh, he got a triple-double. Oh, he won MVP. Last time I checked, these guys on his team have been fairly healthy. Last time I checked, my guy Aaron Gordon was almost an all-star. Last time I checked, hot back Michael Porter Jr. Sorry, Michael Porter Jr. for... And your name wrong. Actually, let me stop that for you. Come for you. Come with some smoke. He called me hot back. But last time I checked, Michael Porter Jr. started 46 of 46 games this year. Last time I checked, Jamal Murray has started 49 of 49 games this year. Why is it with Chris Middleton starting only seven games out of 20 games played this year? The rest of the world sits up here night after night and they lie in regards to who is the most valuable player in basketball. There is only one name. Period. 
There's only one name. There's only one guy that goes out there every single night and plays both sides of the ball at an extremely high level. Now, Jokic has higher win shares. PER is higher. Effective field goal rate is higher. Free throws higher. Three-point percentage higher. Field goal rate is higher. Assists higher. But you know what's not higher? Rebounds or it's points. Or the most important part of Giannis Antetokounmpo's game, and that is his defensive ability to be a terror for the other team when it comes to defense. Now, his block numbers are not as high as they usually are, but you can't tell me he's not a paint deterrent. You can't tell me he's not a paint deterrent. You can't tell me every single night when you see Giannis Antetokounmpo out there defensively, you think twice before you drive that ball to the rim. We had Grayson Allen out there starting the season. Joe Ingles coming back off an of injury out there. Jay Crowder working his way in. Bobby Portis was hurt for a, a particular point in the season, even though he's a double-double guy. Brooke Lopez, eh, whatever in terms of Brooke Lopez. If we want to be actually real about what has been going on, I'm going to even read, if I can, let me see if I can read these guys' stats. Games pl games played, games started. Drew Holiday, 51 games, 49 games started. Giannis, 50 games played, 50 games started. Brooke Lopez, 61 games played, 61 games started. Grayson Allen, 58 games played, 56 games started. Bobby Portis, 51 games played, 15 games started, but Bobby Portis actually was injured and missed a bunch of games. Pat Connaughton, 44 games played, 27 games started. Javon Carter, 62 games played, 33 games started. Javon Carter started 33 games for the Milwaukee Bucks. I just showed you the numbers. Michael Porter Jr. played every game. At least started every game he was supposed to play. Jamal Murray started every game he was supposed to play. Aaron Gordon did get injured. He's on my fantasy team. That hurt me a lot. But Jokic's team has been a modicum of health. Chris Middleton has only played 20 games this season. He's only started seven. He's a three-time NBA All-Star and a world champion. When he was starting every single game, he was averaging 20 points a game. He's averaging 13.6 points a game. And this is not to say Javon Carter is not a solid point guard. Javon Carter is a very solid point guard. Off the bench? Starting? No. 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 We have to stop with this narrative that just because you average a triple-double means you're the MVP. No disrespect to Russ. The year he averaged the MVP was not the most valuable player in basketball. We all know that. You don't know that? I know that. You don't You don't know that. I know that. You don't know that. Russ was the most valuable player in basketball that year. Really? He was not. He did something that was historic and that had never been done before. And Jokic's offensive play this year has been historic and not done before. But when we want to talk about defense, actual defense, playing a full side of the basketball, it's no comparison. So... On that note, shout out to the fans. 
If you're watching this, make sure you drop a like. One, it's your boy TPJ. Make sure you subscribe to hmbmedia.com. We love you guys. Subscribe youtube.com slash hoops and brews. If you're watching this video, please do me a favor, drop a like on the video. Every time you drop a like on the video, it looks amazing. When you don't, it looks like ain't nobody watch. When y'all sat here and watched me for an hour and 35 minutes, drop a like on the video. No matter what platform you're watching, drop a like on the video. Go on Twitter, retweet the video. If you want to, screen clip, screen cap some clips, send them to me. Happy to talk about them. Love you guys, man. It's your boy, TPJ. And until next time, man, it's been two for one, man. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Peace out. Drop that ass.